the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers gardening south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer it's a beautiful day here at yeah. Millburgers at 1604 you, you want to call in now because we are alive at Millburgers. yeah if you call now, in toward the end of the close, show closer to two you don't know what you're going to get <laughs> just kind of a mumbling if a more if a more if here. a mortician answers see i'm, I'm going to point to you just just mumble okay yeah, I have a palm tree that's not doing well. <laughs> that's all you're about to get. About 150, 145, that's all you're going to get. So call now with your questions at 210-308-8867. Or this could be the zombie gardening show. We're not sure which one it is. Or both. We saw some pretty Angelina. Uh, no. Angelonia. Angelonia, yeah. That's uh, Jolie. That's, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah, any of you out there that have uh, gardened with it, Jerry and I ran tests on it, I think, about eight years ago. Yeah. And I remember that we, that the deer did not eat it. So, uh, But yeah. it would be good if we uh, verified that. Yeah. Because so, it is looking good. The, yeah, it's looking good. It's on sale, I think. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We're a four-inch pot, regularly $1.99. That's almost $2. Mm-hmm. But you can get three. Whoa. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Three for $5? Yeah. Who would buy one for $1.99? <laughs> me, yeah. Calvin's pointing to me. Probably. Three for $5? That's um, weird. But here's some right here, right here in front of us. Oh, and it looks like one. they bought, yeah. did they buy four? I can't tell. Uh, it looks like just one Angelonia. Oh, is it just the one? Yeah, oh, what's the other one? <laughs> Um, looks like uh, Vinca. Yeah. Oh, maybe so. Now, the the Angelonia, I always th- thought of it as kind of a, the, bl- the blooms disguised behind the foliage. <laughs> but these, uh, for some reason, yes, really, up. really look good. There's some, about, some in really larger containers that really are spectacular, that the blooms are up yeah. above. And then they, but the four inches look Look good too. Well, we got pink, red, white, and uh, lavender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember if they have any fragrance or not, but I don't. Th- I don't think they do. They do. We do. But they they're pretty. Uh, and they they do attract the uh, pollinators. Oh uh, yeah. We've got the you know the butterflies and the hummingbirds and the and the bees. Yeah, are, are it doesn't attract bees, does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> That's probably the third question like that we've ever gotten somebody <clears throat> can't, can't trust you with 
<laughs> yeah. Somebody, uh, you know, they wanted a, a blooming plant that didn't attract bees. Bee, yeah. Oh, and that, uh, to ask that up here, well, kind of tough. You know, and it was funny. My first reaction was, "Do not pick our, our, our vine that we a coral vine." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, instead of which one does not, uh, I could remember <laughs> no. which one really attracts them. And Mexican heather, man. Yeah. Although they're not, they're not too many on these, but maybe it's the it's the heat. There's one on. There's something on your uh, your porter. Yeah, oh, bumblebee. bumblebee. Is it a bumblebee? Yeah. yeah, it's unusual for. Uh, we up north, you see bumblebees everywhere. But it's, it's it's funny how that bumblebee jumps from bloom to bloom. Yeah, he moves pretty quick. Oh uh, yeah, he he gets his business done pretty quick, and yeah. then he just immediately flies to the next single bloom. Well, let's uh, go right to the one, one of one, just a minute. One of uh, Milton's uh, crackles was up there on the. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's gonna, took is he gonna... out. He got a. a Got a moth. He did again. <laughs> oh, no. a, a butterfly. I mean, in the uh, where? Well, it it ate it. Oh. <laughs> but I, I was looking to see if you had seen it, but you were you were looking yeah. the other direction. I don't guess they eat monarchs, do they? Um, I have never seen them eat a monarch, but Milton and I have seen them eat the humming uh, the hummingbird moths. moths. <laughs> yeah, that was just sad. All right, Ray is on the line. We go to our first call with Ray at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I think we're going to get an update. On that philodendron. Hi there, Ray. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? How you doing? Good morning. Uh, well, I heard Jerry say, if you want to call in, call in now. So that's why I'm calling. I don't have Very a question. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm following his instructions here. Call in so, now. There you go. No, yeah, we, no. we, we, we remember what our... You're the only one that does. Yeah, we remember what our names are <laughs> at this geez. point in the show. Now, listen, I... I, I Oh, here's what I want to do. So that, so that I, before I kill my philodendron out there, I want to make sure I understand what he was saying about uh, pruning the root system. I want to make sure I understand. When Milton mentioned the starburst, I kind of got it, but I want to make sure I got it before I do okay. that. Okay. So first of all, you wouldn't do this probably, or you could, but I would think the best time to do this would be right before spring, right before it blooms out. Is that correct? Well, uh you can do it any time yeah. because you're watering right. that thing and keeping it in. The, it's in the house, right? No, no, it's out in the front patio, in the shade. Yeah, but you can do it any time. Okay, because you're you're yeah, watering. You can do it any shade and, yeah. and water. Oh, but but when you, if you were to do it during during the time when it's full, and you try and serrate those roots, then some yeah. of the tops are going to die. So that's what I'm getting at is that if you do it before spring. You don't have to worry about cutting off any of the tops that are going yeah. to die. I don't correct? think okay. any of the top will die if you do it really? the way I told you. Okay. To. Okay. All because right. It, That's it, good just, it cuts off some of the root system, pulls right. the root system back. But since you're watering it uh, mm-hmm. quite often, it'll it'll compensate for that. Yeah. Oh, you're, really? okay. you're compensating for that loosened part of the root system. Right. Okay. So so you said. Start from the the rim of the um, pot, right. the top of the pot, right. about right. two to three inches away. Is the, is the reason you start that far in is because the pot is cone-shaped and you don't want to hit the sides with a knife, or, or why well, do you start no, two to three you inches? Can, uh, 
Uh, you can just start it at the top uh, of the pot mm-hmm. and put the knife down next to the uh, next to the pot surface okay. or pot side. Right. And uh, sink it deep and have the blades facing into the plant plant right. root. Right. And so when you got it, get it as deep as you can, uh, you want to, uh, then you can cut into the to the root ball. Okay, so you but then, you don't. You then move toward the stem. Yeah, yeah. you do move okay. towards the stem. Yeah, yeah, you move towards the stem, but you don't cut into the root ball, right? You you hit the root ball and you pretty much stop because you, you if you can, cut the you can cut into the root. Yeah. Ball. Oh, you yeah. can. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're, okay. You're just. You're just and you're making space, and you're just going to fill the space with the new potting soil. Yeah. Well, you're, okay, you're so, not removing anything, but uh, you're just cutting the roots. You're just cutting the roots. So you're not removing anything that you're going to cut. No. It's all going to stay in there. Okay. No. So yeah, what I, you cut out that dies is, in a long, long, term, long term, is going to turn to soil. It's going to just not, not right. live anymore, right? Well, so, it's huh. going to slow the... <laughs> Slow the plant growth down because uh, you, your, tra- uh, your transport system for the water and nutrients right. is going to be limited. Right. Um, okay. So, but so what you're cutting is basically like a triangle or, or a piece of pie on, all the way around. You, oh, you're cutting a, pie slices all the way around. Is that? Well, yeah, but you're not removing anything. Right. Right. You're just yeah, cutting right. it through, cutting right. through right. it to the base so, of the plant. So I each know, slice is complicated, but you can remove it. Yeah. When, when we did well, it on TV, my plan just, is so my plan is so big it. and so heavy with my back in the condition it's in. I, I'm thinking Jerry's idea might be something I want to try first rather than yeah, trying to yeah, pull yeah, it that big old thing. With that big plant, you probably could use a spade. To do, to do <laughs> I, I could probably use a tractor to get yeah, that. Thing. Wait a minute. Is this is this my Ray that took the pictures of the blue bonnets? Uh, it's me. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I want to uh, personally thank you on you know, on the radio yeah. for taking those wonderful pictures. Uh, if you notice, they're uh, they're on a rotation on the front page of PlantAnswers.com. I was on there, and I, saw, I was on there yesterday or the day before, and I saw, I said, my goodness, he's got those pictures back up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, got so, them all up there because they're so spectacular. Uh, it was my pleasure. Uh, I, I enjoyed uh, growing you those while good. I didn't. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, those slices that you put, how far apart? So you're going to make multiple slices. Yeah. How far apart Three to do you four make inches. About four inches. Okay. Yeah. See, but I don't have very far to go because there's actually, now that I looked at it, there's two plants in that pot, and there's only about four to, yeah, probably about four inches between the rim of the pot to the stem. Okay. So That's is good. it still, still you think that would work the way doing it, the way you're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. It? That's okay. work. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wait until this, 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 uh, after it freezes down and, and give that a shot, get the mulch off of it, and then start cutting away at it. Um, uh, okay. All right. And, now, Ray, oh, yeah. you're overthinking this. Yeah. Now, you always tell me that. I don't know. <laughs> you're not the you're only one. You're overthinking this. 
Well, I just don't want to do the wrong thing. It's That's just wrong. a stupid plan, okay? <laughs> it's not a stupid plan. <laughs> I'll take a picture and send it to you. It ain't stupid, <laughs> oh, okay. it? Oh, All right. You guys are in love with this plan. He, I'm in love are. with those plans. I get it. All right. Thank you, now. Thanks, Ray. Thank Bye-bye. you for calling. All right. If it goes well, call us back. <laughs> only if it goes well. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I think Ray's overthinking this a little bit. A lot. I did a. He's, I did he's a, just very he, thoughtful about this. Yes. He couldn't kill that thing with a bulldozer. I did a, a little bit of the same thing. You know, I bought about one of those big uh, containers of the white uh, vincas, mm-hmm. and I'm sep- you know, taking parts of it. There you go. Other containers, and so I've got these. You know, it's got big chunks. It's like the pie out of it. Yeah. But that, that, the key there is you just water the heck out of it every day. Yeah. Every day. And so yeah. it can keep up. Yeah, that vinca roots pretty easy. I mean, transplants pretty easy. Yeah, you don't want it to stay soggy, so it's, uh, it's good. To, you want a well-drained soil. That makes it much easier. Uh, speaking of Vinca, well, let me give you the number while you speak of Vinca, 210-308-8867. You can have call you, us. Have you given that before? Uh, occasionally. <laughs> 210-308. How come we never remember it? I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. 210-308-8867. And you can see how much life is in our voice. Ray was smart. Uh. Call him right at the beginning of the show because I'm telling you about 130, 145 is just going to be. <laughs> two one zero. Oh. Uh, just dial two one zero. Oh, you'll be fine. Why don't we make a recording? <laughs> oh, okay. The way we could just hit a button. I like that. Okay, well, I'll do that with Al next week. <laughs> so you can, so we go like this. I would say something like, or you can call us at, and Al would hit the button. There you go. And then we'll have a, we'll ask a gardening celebrities around town to to, <laughs> oh, re- no. to record that and send it to us. <laughs> Okay, we we just got through talking about vinca, which is my favorite deer-proof plant. Blooms all all the way to first hard frost. And uh, okay, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I'm a big promoter of vinca. Well, yesterday I decided to. My son was out of town, and my doctor was far far away. And so I decided to have Kane's chicken, my favorite chicken. And uh, <laughs> they had the Kane's, all right. But when I pulled in, they had a planting. They usually keep a beautiful planting around the Kane's outlet on Bandera there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed about a third, if not more, of the vinca that they had planted. Uh-oh, I think I know where you're going. Died. Had died. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I wanted to go in and say, listen, <laughs> these are not going to get any better. And I don't want them to go in there and pull out the dead ones and think they've gotten rid of the, the problem. Yeah, because they're just going to replace them with more vinca. Well, yeah. Or even if they don't replace them. Yeah. And I'm glad Trace has walked up here. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. In a few minutes, but you're okay. We're talking we'll about make it work. dying Vinca at Kane's Chicken. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> of course, that's what you'd notice. 
Huh? That's ex- yeah. He didn't notice the chicken, <laughs> the sauce, the, the Texas toast. <laughs> the uh, I was worse when I when I was young. I going to college. I worked at, at Wolf, and right. uh, so I also delivered pizzas at night. Uh-oh. So I could I would just walk up into somebody's yard. By the way, you have scale all over this. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And did anybody well, give you an extra tip for that? That's our job. Uh, I don't recall. Yeah, probably not. I, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, much less that far back. <laughs> that was a I, – I had the same job. Who, who did you deliver for? Pizza Hut. Okay. I was a Fargo's guy. <laughs> okay. And did you, did you have the flashlight so you could see their addresses? Uh, no, they gave us nothing other than a funky uniform and a thing to put on the top of our vehicle. Oh, we didn't have a uniform and <laughs> nothing to put on. No, and you had to have the flashlight because you know if you're near a night, you can't see those addresses. So, yeah, people didn't get suspicious about you at all. This old Mustang driving around, making you know from the late '70s with a flashlight, looking for addresses. That wasn't. <laughs> I'm surprised. Anyway. You didn't speak to any children. No, I didn't. You I, I'm assuming you're referring to your Mustang because I had a Mustang then too, but I never drove it for pizza. No, you wouldn't have. No, I had a I had a '79, yeah, and it was a stick oh, too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine was '66. Yeah, yours was actually in my driveway. My GTO stayed in my driveway. Yeah, my F-150 mm-hmm. stayed in the driveway. This is all like when I'm 19, 20 years old. I drove my Mazda B26 4x4. Okay. That's still a nicer ride than the... This man had a lot of cars. Yes, he did. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Good cars, too. So we're on Vincas now. Yeah. And scale at people's houses. So so, uh, anyway, the Vinca at Canes is definitely aero photographer. And, of course, they're uh, sprinkler irrigating. Sure. Did you ask to talk to the manager? No. Did you oh, tell I, anybody? No. I'm telling everybody now. <laughs> now, what I, what I need to know, well, I'm telling them that remove all that, remove the dead ones and the live ones of that Corvink and get replace it if you're going to uh, replace that Vinca with Coravinca, which we sell here. We do? And but, I, but I will say this. A lot of the growing operations have caught on and aren't growing the regular Vinca anymore. Some of them still grow more than one series, but most everybody's slowly converting over to Cora. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, but now, before they plant that Cora, because Cora, under high-era-photophora uh, pressure, will, will lose some especially on certain colors. So I'm wondering, do we, what do we, do we sell any drenches left? I mean, uh, we used to recommend Captain. I haven't seen Captain in a, a while. Yeah. But it, is there a product that they could drench those beds with before they replant? I can't think of anything that's certainly not labeled for it. Uh, what do you? What is your opinion about dumping a bunch of sulfur? No, I don't think it does any good. Okay, I thought maybe there was a product that uh, they were recommending to drench. drench. Uh, even the growers, when they had, they would, they'd rather take the hit and throw it away than try to treat it. Apparently, it's not economical. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about after they remove the plant, treat so, the bed. So plant different different plant then. Yeah, Vinca plant, genius. 
make Calvin happy. <laughs> I, I am uh, waiting for the report on the chicken. Is the chicken? Oh, how was the chicken? Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always good. Anyway, I, I, I hope I, my doctor's not listening. No. I'm seeing, uh, I, I planted a lot of Inca this year in containers, and I'm seeing a uh, uh, little bit of reaction to aerial phytophthora, but, but not bad. But yeah. it's uh, it really depends on, you know, I've used uh, variations of different kinds of soils. And if the so- soil is not draining very well, yeah. then, it has to, then it has a tendency to, to see those kind of symptoms. So what should they replace the coral with? I mean, the vinca with. Zinnias. Aren't they going to get too big? For- not if they get one of the dwarf varieties, which oh. most of them are nowadays. Angelonia. Angelonia is a good one. Okay. Blackfoot daisy, skullcap. I would be the. For me. I don't like those. The first. <laughs> the you, first you, thing you, I you're would. only there for the chicken. Yeah. So. <laughs> you need to. You need to qualify your question to Trace, like not what should they plant, but what should they plant that I'll like, so he knows. But I would uh, my first uh, replacement would be a cora, a, a labeled cora, and and see if that doesn't solve the problem. I think if you plant it in there as hot as that bed is, I mean hot with uh, aerophotophora spores, and uh, use that. Uh, Sprinkler irrigation, it's going to take coral out. So let's tell them plant lantana. They don't have to worry about it. Oh. <laughs> and that would look pretty. That, yeah. Can they plant like like some of the other drive throughs we've seen? Is it just give up on the, the vinca and do a, get, get themselves a bubba <laughs> as a willow and go tall rather than short? And what, what about? Uh, maybe the knockout roses. That's what I'm what thinking. What about that? The, uh, the little drift roses. Dwarf uh, Reddy. Sure, it's indestructible. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that'd be pretty in that bed. And Trace, guess what I noticed? Oh, dear. There's a pink one out there. Yeah, there's one pink. (laughs) I guess I just accidentally got mixed in there. No, no, I had like uh, 50 pink come in last week. Oh, okay, okay. That's not a bad pink. Oh, and apparently the bees heard me because now I'm seeing more bees on the Mexican heather. (laughs) The bees that listen to the show. Okay, I, uh, I got excited. Be I careful around uh, that. <laughs> I got excited while Don't I make go. me tell that hummus joke again. Because <laughs> because uh, Trace, I guess he accidentally left uh, the, the uh, price, not the price, but the availability list up here. I left two of them. For two nurses. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was looking Trace, through, do we need to take a break? <laughs> no, I, I just took them away from him. I know. I, I, I can't trust you. Hey. <laughs> but anyway, I looked through them, and I was very excited uh, when I looked through the Greenleaf uh, Nursery over at El Campo because they got flare hibiscus. <gasps> oh, that's right. We were talking they, about they that. They got flare hibiscus that are not – they're not they're, – didn't buy any because uh, they're not in bloom. But they will be in a couple of weeks. I was worried that uh, everybody quit producing them. 
So that was on there. And uh, several other great things. Of course, they had Gold Star Esperanzas. Uh, one problem we're having with those Gold Star Esperanzas you got out there. Is it too pretty? Yeah, it's too pretty. And the blooms, it's got so many blooms on it, it's hitting, it's bending them over to the ground. So when I looked at it, I saw some things we haven't been able to get in a while. Oh. What would you see? What would you see? So theoretically coming in this week, theoretically, we will have some wisteria. Oh, haven't that'd be nice. It, haven't had it all year. Uh, a Cuba, we haven't had. Jamaica. Ooh, uh, what's our... <laughs> <laughs> what is a Cuba? Uh, it's a shade shrub. Um, there's an Asian jasmine that has white and pink in the foliage that they had available this go round. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty. <laughs> when and, you and I do have the yellow, orange, ready one that they used to call salsa. They gave it a new name. I don't remember what it was. But she, she came by to pick up that Texas sage. Oh, that white oh, one. That white yeah. one. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> so it's it's going to get propagated. That's oh, right. good, yay. We know we couldn't trust you to do it. No, no I, I tried some <laughs> on my own. Yeah, and I'm <sighs> out of the propagation business, both okay. human and other. Okay, well, that's on that <laughs> note. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And number to call. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. We'll have to find out if if James took his uh, his wife to see the musical. So I went and saw Beautiful at the Majestic, which is the music of Carol King. And Little Eva is a song that she wrote, or not Little Eva, Locomotion. So we'll feature songs she wrote but are not performing. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are so, you? So I see what your wife drags you to. I was dragged to Top Gun. Oh my goodness! How was type Top Gun? I've got good. Heard Actually good enjoyed reviews. It. It, yeah, it was pretty good. I've good. heard good reviews. I haven't heard anything. I haven't bad told yet. her that I liked it yet. Uh, oh jeez! <laughs> but you make her call. Does she call you Maverick now? Is that? Uh, no. Okay. Um, when I was looking over that uh, <coughs> availability list. Oh dear. I knew I couldn't trust it. I know you. I thought that Maverick <laughs> I, thing I, would get him to. <laughs> but. Uh, I saw a Turk's cap on there. We have Turk's cap. Named Big Mama. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have Big Mama. You know whose that is? Is it Greg's? Greg's. You know, you can say Greg to 90% of those. Yes, you can. Yeah. Kind of come up right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what did, uh, and, uh, who did he name that after? What is that, Big Mama? Yeah. Here's a Turk's cap. No, no. You say he always names them after people... You know, yeah, that it, passed away. Well, so. okay, that's what they called his grandmother. Okay. On his father's side. Okay. But uh, I also saw 
I, I went over that. I know. Way. I left it here way too long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you left that to debate me. But anyway, they're selling. I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'll warn you. They're selling uh, Bubba Desert Road. We were just talking about that. And yeah. we know who named that. That was Paul Cox. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Greenleaf's always been a, a big supporter. And they, of course, uh, grew the uh, Althea, my Blue Angel Althea. Uh, and sent it, uh, sent it up to Arkansas, where they really pop- propagated it fast. And now it's, I think it's being sold all over the world. Well, there's uh, there's going to be another local growing operation that's going to give it a shot. Good. Good. They were successful with those white ones you saw. and uh, yeah. Very successful with the purple, because I got in 20 and they were gone. Wow. <laughs> Before the radio show even started last weekend. Wow. Yeah. Let's remind everybody that we, uh, uh, on the butterflies that we've got, and you mentioned Paul Cox, we've got uh, t- two of the best varieties of uh, uh, porterweed. We've got that red miniature and then the full-size purple, both blooming very well and uh, attractive. And, of course, the real attraction is that uh, the hummingbirds, butterflies, and the other pollinators uh, I really like them, and you can grow them in full sun in containers or in the soil. And yeah, also put- Paul could have named that because he had a tendency to put things like weed and thorns and things like that into, into some of his plants that he named. Uh, we, I guess we, we won't pursue Jerry's name uh, <laughs> ap- application there. Who do, you, who do you think Porter is? Well, I don't. I suspect it's somebody in the medical medical industry from two centuries ago. <laughs> Why? Because that's what porter wheat is famous for. It's a medical, oh, okay. It grows in the it grows in the uh, South America, Caribbean, and they okay, and they grew it for uh, medical applications. Huh. You mean we should be eating that thing, or no? What should we be doing with it? Yeah, if Milton keeps this up, he should be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, they, uh, they, uh, we had, we had one, one gardener, uh, Milton was dealing with that, was, uh, all excited about porterweed because he had, I guess he was aware of that history, or, or you told him about that history of the metal. Uh, no, not me. No. Uh, <laughs> Well, to take credit. When no, that one I didn't do. Yeah, he's got he's got he's full energy. So he's yeah, got an yeah. hour and a half left. He's got to make. <laughs> the, uh, but we'll we'll have to get get our crack reporter up there, Dennis in Austin, uh, to find out what the recipes are for for using porterweed as a uh, herb. Well, you remember when we. Uh, Gosh, uh, Trace, how many di- different colors did we have at one? We had, we had about five or six a- colors. Apricot, and there was yeah. a blue. Oh, yeah. pink. I don't remember pink. I okay. remember four colors, red, this purple, a blue, and an apricot. Okay. Yeah, yeah one of the, the, the blue one and the apricot one got to be real big plants, and I thought they never were going to bloom, but then... In the fall, oh, they really, yeah. uh, really were covered with blooms. So it's a it's a really interesting plant, 
Um, the butterflies love it, of course, but uh, also it's it's uh, fun to watch grow and uh, easy to grow. Yeah. Real sensitive to cold, though. Oh yeah, they're from the tropics, right? Yeah, this. Yeah, I think the cl- closest one is in uh, uh, Caribbean. Then all the rest are from further south. Yeah. Oh, um, theoretically, you were supposed to get in fire spike. Uh, I did. All right. Two gallon. Two gallon? Okay. I, I think, think we plan for the shade. Much, much better memory than mine. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's a great plan for the shade. Yeah. In and fact, we're trying to, finding it this early doesn't normally happen. Finding it doesn't what? Finding it this early in the year. Normally oh, that normally happen? happen? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, an, that'll be a great one in, just in time for the yeah. monarchs later in the summer. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We'll have to. And, and hummingbirds. Yeah, migration. you're right. Yeah, hummingbirds. Yeah. Now, we're growing it inside as a house plant. Has, should, should we let the hummingbirds inside? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, grow, or grow it outside for a little while and oh. then move it inside when it gets cooler. Okay. That's yeah. what we eat. Yeah, we, used to we bought it yeah. last year. Just, so. just let the birds in. Let the birds in? Let the birds in. Oh, yeah. Calvin will appreciate this story. So uh, we've got a hummingbird feeder that was empty sitting on the ground. <laughs> and Laura said, Laura's uh, office window faces the uh, the outside. I guess all windows sort of face the outside. <laughs> but uh, Historically. Good, yeah, historically, yeah. And so uh, she said this hummingbird flew up to the window and was just staring at her. <laughs> and she said... I knew what that hummingbird wanted. It was saying, why is this thing on the ground? Why do I not have something I can eat in it? Go fix this. So she, she uh, got the sugar water together and put it outside, and we've had some visitors. So Did he look? Did he stare at her with those little beady eyes? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've had well, It was better than the story I thought was going to happen. Uh, no. <laughs> the one like Jerry told with the tennis racket? And the hummingbird. No, just the bird saw it and uh, didn't realize there was a window there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's where I thought you were going. Oh, no, no, no. I've seen them several times, like when you have a little reception and you got some people there having a little drink and everything, Mm -hmm. and uh, the hummingbirds come up like, this is... This is there's no time for this right now. My hummingbird <laughs> feeder is not full, so get busy. And everybody get, there, get my drink. Huh? Yeah, everybody there knows what the message is. Yeah. So, so uh, are we going to do a, a a promotion, an advertisement for the wraparound sprinklers? Mm-hmm. Next hour. Okay. But, but I'll save my story. Do you have another story? Another story. Oh my goodness. He is loving that tree hugger. <laughs> he used it to wash his car? Uh, he might. <laughs> might what? Use it to wash your car? Uh, we're making fun of an old, uh, an old thing you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the scarecrow. Well, what else? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. What else did we? Did I remember that, that you said you were getting in? We mentioned the okra yesterday. You've got okra? There should For still be okra. okra. Oh, okay. lots of okra. Yeah. Is that uh, Oscar? Of yep. course. Okay, good. And uh, do you have seed? I think so. Okay. Well, if you Cal- don't, we've Calvin. got a ton of it. Sure found some. Did, did you visit Jerry's refrigerator? No. I'm thinking of have sneaking in there and <laughs> depositing it in Jerry's refrigerator. If you move Jimmy Hoffa just off to the left, uh, <laughs> you can see some more seeds. Uh, <laughs> you can't even recognize that it's Jimmy Hoffa anymore. Not anymore, no. <laughs> the, uh, they, they just say, can we, call, can we store this in your fridge for a while? I don't see why not. Everything else, just put them in there. Don't, don't knock over the seeds. 
We uh, the uh, uh, they're packaged too. By, uh, really? Our pocket Very nice. packagers. Yeah, and a little. Uh, that I ran out of town. The uh, Manila envelope says. Yeah. Uh, put put the cash in here. Yeah. And, uh, oh all yeah. All the instructions are all there. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the. Uh, you must have gotten it from here. Yeah, I think you gave it to me, or somebody okay. gave it to me to store until we, okay, till the next growing season. Good. So I had a customer about an hour ago, and I'll wager say he was about seven feet. Oh my gosh! And he was talking about okra, and uh, whether he should do it by seed or transplant. And I said, "Well, you really need the one outside. It, it, all that okra will be about eye level." For him, yeah. not for yeah. him. No, oh, 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 yeah. So it was, it was a funny joke then. I guess it wasn't as funny. So if now. you didn't, uh, I'm sorry, I'm picturing <laughs> If you didn't recommend uh, Beck's Big, or where, where did I say, oh, they, you had some transplants out here labeled. I had Beck's Big at one point. Yeah, but it was labeled Beck's Heavenly or Beck's, had a little different name. But that's all right. What, are the, what is the ones that Bex we tall? have? Huh? Have is it Bex Tall? Somebody was talking about it? Maybe so. Oh, I, I don't remember. Can you remember one. what we've got? In the, at least one kind or two kinds that used to be in the racks. Or, I don't know if we still have Probably Clemson. 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 And, spineless, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Louisiana. Louisiana Smooth. It, it sounds got, like a drink. It sounds like a it, cavern or yeah, something. Yeah, it does. I'm always, I've always thought that uh, Oscar Okra is just a selection from Louisiana Green because the pods are smooth. Yeah. But uh, Louisiana Green is it's what's being sold at is tall, is the big one, hmm. whereas Oscar's a little smaller one. Well, I got, uh, based on our discussion yesterday... I got uh, my Oscar out and put it out there on my desk so that I'll make sure I plant it today when I get back. Yeah, you better soak it first. Yeah, well, uh, you're, I went and checked the soil. You're right. <laughs> it uh, definitely needs uh, yeah. some that, uh, that old, uh, rainy. Yeah, that old seed, though, uh, you need to soak it overnight. Oh, you're talking about the seed. I was thinking yeah, more got, of the soil. Plants. Yeah. But if you if you don't soak it overnight, I think the the one these plants out here that you have uh, are furnished uh, to the grower by Dr. Stein. Could be. And uh, they're this year's seed. Yeah. Uh, last year's. Seed. They look good. Yeah. We, we didn't mention that uh, we we've got. Uh, Tropical giant spider liver. I mean, what do I want to call it? Milkweed. Milkweed, yeah. (laughs) That's here, and we also have mist flower, too. Where did you find that? Because I can't remember seeing that anyway. It's over against the fence. They put it it over by the salvias, and it looks like it. Okay, I understand. (laughs) And did you charge him full price for that after? Look at it. I charged him double the price. Cut in the third. He sees, he sees me coming, and the price goes up on everything. <laughs> the, it's funny, they uh, on that flare hibiscus, which I happen to see on a sales item, uh, they uh, they have a, a description of the plants. 
And the description on Flare Hibiscus was that uh, it had been cut back, but it was reblooming. Now, that shows that they know what the hell they're doing because they cut that new growth back to propagate it with. So that's encouraging that they're going to do that. Is that why is that why I cut mine back? Did you cut yours back? Uh, yeah, I did because I was trying to get it out of my out of the way. Quit so, it. And then, uh, and then I got to thinking about it and uh. talking about it. And I says, "Gosh, I can I wonder if any of it's still alive." And sure enough, there it is coming up. And well, I had an email from somebody that uh, heard our discussion and and uh, said that. He wrote me and said, his name is McClure. Says, uh, Dr. Parsons, more grande is going to have lots of blooms as are others. Flare has buds but no open flowers yet. See, that's oh, okay. They that's were... about right for, for the nursery to be. Uh, but I appreciate him. And he sent me a beautiful picture of, of Flare. And it, it is Flare. Yeah. You can tell Flair. Well, is it better than the picture that you took of Flair? Um, yeah, because it's it's got uh, colorful plants around it. Okay. But it's distractions. It's, it's full. It's full. It's full bloom. I've got a lot of bloom. All right, we got to take a break and uh, get caught up and stuff. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace visits us when he can. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Touch my hand To show me you understand And something happens to me that's some kind of wonderful Anytime my little world seems blue I just have to look at you And, and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, to South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867. Give us a call, be a part of the show, and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. We need some deer versus the Angelonia reports. Uh, see if see oh beer did you say beer or deer 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 oh okay see which one wins okay uh, <laughs> did deer leave it alone or did deer just love it and eat it up I haven't looked on our deer resistant list uh, to see if it's on there but I bet it's not oh really yeah well we 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 kind of overlook it I mean the the plant yeah it's not a real popular plant. But with this deer, if it is deer resistant, uh, it will become a popular plant. Yeah. And if if uh, landscapers don't use it as much as uh, as you you would expect, if it's a deer deer proof plant, because yeah, yeah. Especially the way the plants, the things that these plants are showing with the color uh, up there above the foliage and yeah, uh, just, uh, various colors. I think uh, th- this. I think we're selling both uh, the uh, dwarf one or small one, and there's some maybe some large ones out there. Yeah, that that's a that's a, f- a factor. Um, but because they treat them 
they treated those with uh, growth regulators to maybe to keep them short. So they may be the same selection, but just some treated with a growth regulator and kept short. I don't know. I guess we could find out. Who do we ask? <laughs> well, maybe we ask somebody on the radio show. They probably know. Well, that's us, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> shh, don't tell people. All right, 210-308-8867, Kevin, reading in This Week in the Garden, uh, he says, fill up space in the summer vegetable garden, consider planting southern peas, black-eyed peas a lot of them. The uh, peas can be harvested and used in their pods, or they can be shelled. Yeah, the, I found the uh, the shelling is such a, a task unless you, it's kind of like hand watering. Yeah. You enjoy it, it's fine, but otherwise, uh, you know, it's not something you want to translate into an hourly wage. <laughs> but uh, gosh, they... they they taste great as like, used like green beans. Yeah. Is it, they, they're nutritional and uh, chewy. And I think that chilling peas out on the, maybe before air conditioners, out on the back porch, on the front porch, yelling at the neighbors as they walked Chat, by. Yeah, chatting. Oh, yeah. It was, a, it, was, <laughs> it was kind of a tradition. So you said chatting at the neighbors. He said yelling at the neighbors. <laughs> well, it depends on. He's from uh, Tennessee. There you from Minnesota. Okay. I didn't say shooting at the neighbors. No, that's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you about my a friend that passed away, uh, Joe Bradbury, that started his nursery with Melbourne. And uh <laughs> He he was upset with me for bringing him shelled peas one time. I said, what the hell is wrong with you? He said, I love to shell peas. See, brought, brought up in Louisiana uh, or Alabama. <laughs> he used to say he was from L.A., lower, no, Louisiana, lower, lower Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. But in, anyway, uh, he said, I like to shell them to my fingers bleed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. I didn't I, find the same satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Speaking of satisfaction. Sure, thank you. All right. Mary's bringing us a little bit you of watermelon. Should, you, you should need watermelon, should you, Melvin? I sure should. Huh? Why not? It's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. I'm okay with it. You're di- if thank you. If you're diabetic, you shouldn't be eating I'm watermelon. not diabetic. Thank you. It could make you die. Uh-huh. You just want the slice of watermelon, <laughs> right, don't you? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I'm on to you. It's kind of like my chicken. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. I don't no think watermelon. I don't think well, fresh watermelon is in the same league as fried chicken in terms <laughs> of health. Mary, have, have you met Warren Remy over at Spider-Man or his wife Marilyn? They were bragging on you yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I try to help everybody. There you go. They were. They were bragging on you, just letting you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 210-308-8867. Uh-oh, we got to wait till Jerry. we got three minutes. That's so. a good bell on, too. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got seed in it, so. That's okay. We're not complaining. 
That's old fashioned. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. You had you had a thought going. And it's not. <laughs> it's not as good as, and I'm sure some of our older listeners would call in that it's not as good as Black Diamond. No, oh. it is not. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you just can't find them anymore. Yeah. Wonder why that is. They're too big. They're too big. Oh, and they're are full they? of seed. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's and, and they were uh, the black diamond had the big seeds and yeah. they were the best for spinning contests growing up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that must be the issue because I I just swallow all the seed. Oh, you're geez. not supposed to swallow, swallow the seed. Huh? <laughs> okay. Mary says it's okay. In my, in, <laughs> okay. in my neighborhood too, you can tell when the H E B has got a, a good watermelons there because they're, everybody throws the rinds out for the deer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The deer, yeah, the deer love them. <laughs> yeah, they eat the eat the rind, or you can make pickles out of the rind. Yeah, I've, I've, we got I watermelon recipes on plantanswers.com. Okay, have you tried any of the pickled watermelon? No. Okay. <laughs> I like the inside. He'll eat the daylilies, <laughs> not the pickled. Well, watermelon. my my best memory on. Uh, Watermelon was I was uh, on a bird watching trip in in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Hotter than blazes. Oh and, yeah. And it was a humid too. Yeah, traffic back up there is road construction. <laughs> and uh, I just everybody was worried about you know lack of water and everything. And there there the work work crew was and they had like five <laughs> watermelons. Oh no. And they're on. Uh, Enjoying their their break with the watermelon. Everybody, by the time the traffic got to them, everybody was big smiles and uh, Uh. they were sharing watermelons. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we were just sharing the uh, the comment that at least if you think it's hot here, be thankful you don't live in Phoenix. <laughs> Did you hear the temperature in Phoenix? No. 114. Are you serious? Yes. But it's a dry heat, so yeah, dry you, heat. you probably barely notice it. Kind of like That's dry It's probably like, dry, like fire or <laughs> <a> dry heat. <laughs> it's probably exactly. Yeah. Too hot to burn something, huh? We uh, there was one summer I think we had temperatures up that high and I can remember walking out from the the station to the car and the asphalt would give and it was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that's what that story I was telling about uh, uh, Rodney Peterson his grandmother lived out there and uh, in Phoenix and he 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 they would he would take his family out there to see her periodically during the summer. Uh, when he took his vacation, and he said, the asphalt is melting. That's a bad sign. <laughs> the asphalt, man. And uh, there's a great nursery out there that we get some of our plants from called, uh, uh, Desert. This has got desert in it now. And so I was talking to some of the grower, the growers that work at that nursery. And Mountain States Nursery, that's what it's called. And they say they, 
they water and work at night and don't work during the day. Oh, wow. Because that's the only time they can water and get any good out of the water. Well, in the night, in the desert, temperatures are pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. So uh, let's see. Let's see. I wonder what the jump is. I'm going to look and see. <laughs> they, uh, they, they, uh, they don't have a regular night crew like uh, other nurseries and places do. They have a crew that works at night. The whole crew works at night. So uh, they adapt. And when you get a plant from out there, you know that sucker has seen some hot weather. And they grow a lot of cactus and uh, things for the desert. And guess what they also grew? It's the first ones to grow. Bubba Desert Willow. Is that right? Well, yeah. there you go. First one. Uh, I think uh, Paul Paul gave it gave it to one of the one of the salespeople with the stipulation it had to be called Bubba. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> and that, that name caught on, I guess. And that thing is sort of popular around here, but as you go west, it's very popular. Maybe the most popular desert, desert weather. So, anyway, uh, we're looking at Calvin's uh, deal. Calvin's uh, This Week in the Garden in yesterday's paper said, if you are planting new fruit trees in your landscape, protect the young plant's trunk bark from the sun with paper or plastic wrapping. Yeah, I was reminded of that because my my plum trees, they had such nice blooms um, this year, you know, the, which indicated the chill was adequate. Yeah. But then when we got into this hot weather, hot weather they... Um, had, had they dropped all the yellow, yellow leaves, yeah, and dropped the oh lord fruit. Uh, so I, I interpreted that as a, as a inability with the yeah. scorched <laughs> the wounds on the on the bark, inability to get the move the move yeah. the water and the nutrients in either direction. Well, my my buddy Neil over and over talks about wrapping the trunks of uh, Chinese pistache. Really? Yeah. Chinese pistache and uh, I, don't, I don't think there's any oaks. I forget that there's three he always recommends. Well, Texas. you wrap the bait. Ba- Texas red oak is a little sensitive. Okay, that's what I, that's yeah. what I was trying to remember. I remember it was a good tree. <laughs> and uh, he says to wrap them every, every, every time you plant them. Val is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Val, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine, and thank you for taking my call. I had some information to share, and I also have questions. Okay. Um, I'm three and a half miles southeast of Hondo. And here we have a native milkweed uh, that attracts hummingbirds wally. The plant is gray, full of thorns, and has a purple bloom. And like I say, these black-throated hummingbirds just go crazy after that bloom. 
and the, the weed is an absolute nuisance when you have it on your place. It makes a purple, it uh, makes a yellow berry, which is supposed to be uh, uh, poisonous to uh, wildlife. And I also have the Gloria pomegranate. Um, and the male tree, I see female cardinals taking the buds off that tree. Okay, how, how tall is the tree? Oh, my goodness. It's taller than my house. Oh, my goodness. It's a big one. What kind of tree it's was huge. it? huge. Oh. She doesn't know. Oh. All um. these plants are on the west side of the house. Yeah, I was But thinking. we get all these tornadoes, all these sheer winds and all. Yeah, I was thinking it might be a desert willow, but... Uh, I have desert willow that blooms every day, but that's on the east side. Yeah. They so this is a glory of plum They don't get that big. And do your hummingbirds like the desert willow? Oh, well, they like, um, they like this uh, milkweed, and they really like the Mexican petunia, and I have a plant from Africa that... Calvin has told me the name before. It has a little orange blooms. Uh, well, the Mexican Martinez are similar blooms, but a little bit larger. I don't remember what Calvin told me the name of that bush from Africa that they like so well. She's in Hondo, and she's got a, a tall tree. She's close to Castleville. Um now that that milkweed has got the purple flower. One of them is one of the they call common milkweed. One of them has the purple flower. It's. Uh, do you have that? Uh, what are the other? Uh, I want to say that alligator, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> they. Uh, when it said Africa, the only thing that came to mind was uh, moringa. Moringa? Oh, moringa. Wow, nice job, Trace. Look at Trace. With, with I don't no, recognize With no it. warning. All right, so you eat it. Well, that has a little, it's a bush. It has a little orange flowers that the hummingbirds, the uh, hummingbirds no, love. No. Moringa hmm. from Africa? It's a tree, so no, it, there's nothing little oh, about it. it's a tree. No, mine's a bush. Yeah, so I'm and going to say. And also the Mexican petunia is a bush also that. You can have that plant. You can be sitting right there by that plant, and the hummingbirds will come to it. They don't mind you being there. Orange, I'm going to guess uh, hummingbird bush. Oh. Hummingbird bush? Yeah. The moringa is a... No, it's called a hummingbird bush. No, no, ma'am. We're, it's no, we're no longer thinking moringa. We're giving up on moringa. I was just going by the Africa, and I didn't hear the orange bloom or anything like that, so... Yeah, a little orange bloom. They, they fight over that. The butter, the butterflies and the hummingbirds fight so, over that particular bush because they look fight. Up, look up a, look I up have a, a lot of plants. I have all kinds of butterflies, all kinds of birds. Um, and this stuff is around here year-round. So look, no, up, no. look up a plant called flame acanthus. Flame of Kansas, and I bet that's what it is. That's the that's the real name for hummingbird bush. Okay. Well, the other the other other one that it might be is uh, tropical milkweed. It's got the orange flowers. I have a tropical milkweed also. Yeah. The one with the big flowers. I have the cream color. 
They're yeah, orange. We, we already asked how tall this is. Yeah, she's. Uh, it's over this. No roof. That's a different. That's plant. the hollow. That's a different. Yeah, that's the hollow. Oh, that Gloria Pubgat. That is up ten years old. It's on the west side, and we have so much wind and hail and damage. Um, that's why they they sort of protect the house and offer shade. But it's uh, it, it, you know, it's full of butterflies and uh, hummingbirds live live around that area too. Can you? Uh... I have hummingbirds all around my place. Living in different areas. Now you got it. Now you have us uh, curious. Can you send us a picture of any of those? Send them to Mil- Milton. Is this Milton at klup.com? Especially that uh, purple milkweed. Oh, the purple milkweed? Is it blooming now? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That would be great. It, it sprouts, it, it, the roots. Run underground, and so those things are—they just come up everywhere. But like I said, the the fruit, the yellow berry, is supposed to be um, uh, dangerous to livestock if they eat that. Oh, from the milkweed, I guess. Well, send us some pictures, and then you had some questions too, Val. What were your questions? Yes, I, I'm sorry, I don't have a camera or anything like that. I just have a a, a cheap Walmart phone I can hold. I have to hold things. But um, on the black ants, how do we treat those black ants? What kind of ants? Black, black ants. they're what, blue black is, ants. What are they doing? Oh, they're in the fire pots and everything. And they'll bite you oh. if you uh, disturb them. Well, in the, in the almost anything will kill them in a, a flower pot. If that's okay, what, well, and you're saying as what? Malthion, acephate, any of the acephate products. Okay. Uh, if you want to use an organic, I guess, spinosad, any of the uh, spinosad. Pyrethrin is organic. okay. Um, yeah. Doesn't take I grew much. I in Frail County, and, of course, we had horny toads, and we had all the sugar ants and all, over, all the time. And uh, keep me out of the house. We had a product called Taro, and we got it at the drugstore. We carry that. Is there anything? Uh, I don't know if it's still in the market or not. Yes, ma'am. We have it. You have it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And would spinosad also kill those things? Uh, it probably, but I'd still pick something that's faster. So uh, if you're going to do organic, that would be pyrethrin in my mind. If you want to do it synthetic, I'd be using malthion or orthene. Orthene? Orthene will do the job. Yeah, a lot of products with acephate as the active ingredient, and that's that's the uh, traditional ant-killing um, chemical. Who is your county agent? There. You know, I truly don't know who it is right now. They've been changing everything around, you know. Yeah. I mean, not the female agents. It's, it's all. It's all different. Everything is. <laughs> everything is. Everything the world is, is changing. Changing yeah. around. You got county <laughs> agents in in charge of meals on wheels, and it's just <laughs> all mixed up in in our county as to who is what and who does what, what they, uh, who to call. Yeah. Well, go by. Uh, Take a cutting, a branch or so of that uh, 
tree that we don't know what is. Okay. And take it by take it to the county agent's office. Uh huh. There by the court behind the courthouse, isn't it? Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> but and, uh, I, and I and I've done that, but like I said, I mean they just change everything all up. I mean that's, that's certainly that's what we've done. Um, right, I was tell, certainly um, tell a youth leader and all in the community at the same time. Jerry was. Um, tell, <laughs> I used to sit on a lot of meetings with Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> but tell, tell um, to also take on these of, red, these farmers' red ants, they oh, are yeah. just taking over the country. There are mounds and mounds are just everywhere. They're in your, they're all over the place, and they don't mind biting you either. <laughs> how how do you combat so many like that? Used to it was cut ants. Now it's the farmers' ants. That's very uh, active right now. Now those red ants are native. Is that and so? But like I say, you can use the the same orthene that uh, Calvin recommended. Uh-huh. Uh, any, any type of uh, uh, drench, if you, around, drench? Uh, if you, powder. If you around. know where the mounds are, get the get that orthene powder or yeah. uh, or anything that's asphate in a powder, and just use it dry. Yeah. All ants have oh, hair. Dry. Okay. All ants have hair in their legs, so when they walk across a powder, he gets it on him. He walks by two more, gets it on them. <laughs> they walk by two more. And they'll kill themselves okay. out for 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. And the good news is, is it's so one of the and, least uh, expensive. Uh, and have a great day and a safe day. Thank you, Val. You take care. Val, Val is an, an, antelope horn milkweed. Oh, I got the, yeah, we got them. We got yeah, those old vines that make those. those yeah, uh, seem to have a whole uh, plantation of uh, milkweeds over there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, right. uh, I, we uh, we we walk the land and uh, we try to get rid of all that stuff. Uh, a lot of that stuff come on the place because we buy hay, bringing it in here, and that stuff within hay from the vine and surrounding areas, you know. Uh, so we really have to watch things to see that it doesn't multiply. But right. you almost have to walk the land to find it all. Thank you, Val. Thank you. Have a great day. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you along. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. And if you were listening to her description of the plant that she said Alvin, or that Calvin told her, the African, what were the other, some of the other things? Was it orange? Yeah. Well, that... That could have been if she's got three or four different uh, milkweeds in there. Oh, maybe that one. Okay. But you could call us at 210-308-8867 if you were like, oh, that's, 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 that's. Yeah. But anyway. All right. 210-308-8867. What else is going on, gentlemen? Yeah, Medina County had the best county agents uh, uh, in, in the district oh, okay. for many years, starting with Glenn Bragg and then going to... Uh, to uh, his assistant uh, for several years, and now his uh, his assistant, his father, collects and saves uh, Oscar Okrasi. Oh, okay. So, do you have to be an A and M graduate to be 
No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. That might be a good retirement job for me someday. <laughs> that uh, we could send you out to look at the bushes. Yeah. That was one of one of the things, though, that uh, 20, 25 years ago, when we, th those of us that were studying for a PhD, were, were moaning and groaning a little bit because uh, the people at A&M had a tendency to be insulated, you know, and they'd have three degrees from A&M, and then they'd get hired by A&M, and then they'd wonder wonder why it was. Uh, we did. They they weren't as uh, as influential with other organizations and uh, mm -hmm. research projects as they should be. Yeah. So I think that a lot of that has changed a bit. I hope so. But <laughs> Wayne Schultz. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what I'm thinking about. <laughs> all right, Shall so Val will have us think. Uh, we'll be <laughs> thinking about these topics all the rest of the show. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Calvin will figure out what it is and just yell it out randomly <laughs> at some point. Well, yeah. I, I think uh, whoever was, was that you, Milton, that were at, was asking for the phone calls? Somebody yeah. will hear. Have heard yeah, I think somebody will hear that and say, I know what that is. I'm familiar <laughs> with it. All right. 210-308-8867, where if you're looking for a phone number to call, to uh, improve that, that deck or patio that you've got and you want it looking new again because right now it's looking gray and sooty and ugh. Deck and patio it's care by Barry. mother-in-law, Alfred. I don't know. Maybe she's coming over just so she can complain <laughs> about it. Whatever the reason, Deck and uh, Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf can help you out. I encourage you to go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, and see that before and after picture because it's clear. It's clear as day. Uh, it really can look new again, and this is kind of work that Barry does. He's got a whole, in fact, a whole uh, photo gallery of the projects that he's done when you go to deckandpatiocare.com. So maybe today's a bit too hot. I'll leave it out up to you. But uh, when it gets nice, it's nice to have that deck out there or maybe in the evening. Uh, so give him a call. Invite your mother-in-law over during about uh, 4 to 5 o'clock. <laughs> I can guarantee it's not too hot for him to come out and no, you're right. And fix it. That's yeah. correct. He'll be happy to. Uh, and he loves his stuff. Yeah. What? He'll get rid of your mother-in-law. Uh, I never had my mother-in-law. Oh, came I'm close. Sorry. But my my brother, uh, not my brother, my my brother-in-law, I guess. All right. <laughs> got my mother-in-law. Yeah. All right, we're gonna. Did you want to ask it on the air? Done, man. Okay, well just well just hang on a second. I gotta go to a break, so it's hold on, don't leave. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com. You'll love working with Barry. And we'll be back right after this on 930 AM the answer. you got to do is call and i'll be there yeah 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 you've got a friend and welcome back to millburgers gardening south texas on 9:30 a.m the answer and don't forget about our uh, friends at spider-man we enjoy talking to warren remy i always enjoy talking to warren remy or spider-man of Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. But if you've got ants, roaches, whenever they hit, know that one call to Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control will help you get rid of them, not just with a spray, not just with a treatment, but also 
with uh, looking at the problem, seeing why it's happening and how you can prevent it. That's why you like working with Spider-Man. That's why he does a great job for so many people. Uh, I'm sorry, Attorney. I, I bet he'd go out and help that young lady we were talking to a minute ago. With oh, with her aunts? Yeah. I bet he would. And uh, That'd be a good person for you to call, Val. His staff is, I mean, uh, there's not much turnover. They're all knowledgeable. Yeah. And they they're understand what his, uh, how he likes to do business, and they uh, do it the same way. So, Val, give him a call at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. It's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. And online, it's GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867. James is on the line with a blueberry question. Hi, James. What's going on? Hey, gentlemen, uh, it's another hot one. My border collie's over here drinking water out of my granddaughter's swimming pool, so it is Oh, you got, you got a border collie, too? They're great dogs. Uh, yeah, she was a stray. She's a great dog. Smartest dog I've ever owned. Yeah. I think she's smarter than me most days. No. Um, Ours figured anyway. out a way for us to save on taxes. It was amazing, this border collie. How's that? <laughs> well, I'll send her over. She charges now. She's a. I told you she's smart. <laughs> oh yeah, they are smart dogs. Okay, um, go ahead. Actually, I saw. I, anyway, let me go back to my question. I can go elaborate back to your on the border. We can talk border collies. My, my tip. Yeah, my tip blue. Uh, is that what it's called? Tip blue. I picked up That's the right. millburgers this spring, and it's growing mm-hmm. in a container. I actually just picked the last five berries off it about twenty minutes ago. Took the bird netting off. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, because it's not going to have any more this year. And I and I'll have to follow up on another day uh, for next year on this plant if it makes it. Uh, but what it's not, what I've noticed, um, it's in a container. I think this is like a 27-gallon tub, feed tub. I got at the feed store and drill holes in it. Um, wow. It's burning. The leaves are burning up. They're turning brown from the the ends, and now some of them are totally brown. It's getting full sun until about 3 p.m. Then it's getting shade, but it's still hot. Um, is it getting too much sun, or back, back what, where what, it gets, what's going uh, on with it? I, I would get the sun to cut out somewhere between 11 and 12, as hot as Okay, so so that'll be enough, um, at least get it through the summer. So you think it's just leaf scorch from the I heat? I believe so, Cause it's and, all- maybe, and maybe you're having to water it an awful lot to keep it going in the heat, too, so you could be depleting your nutrients. Okay, I am keeping it moist, but I'm not drowning it. Um, so you think maybe I'm watering it too much as well? well? No. Possibly. Well, keep watering it to where you don't have enough nutrients left. Yeah, it's not. Okay. You can't you can't ever overwater them if the if the uh, soil is well drained on blueberries. Okay. Okay. So in this heat, um, I'm only feeding it with uh, has to grow. Um, Maybe every other time I water, so maybe um, every second, third day. So do I need something stronger or hold back on the fertilizer in this hot weather? Has to grow is going to be a blooming plant ratio. So I, I mean, if you're going to stick with a Medina product, maybe go with one for lawns and try to get some more oh. foliage back in it. Or just go to the old standby, Automaco Plus. Uh, I've got that. Go, you can't go wrong with that one. And it's got the iron okay. in there and all that, too. Okay, but you think predominantly with the leaves burning up like that is just due to too much hot sun? I, I think it's hot, and uh, my leaves feel like they're burning all the time. 
Okay. All right. I can I can move it. It's heavy, but I can I can slide it. I'll give next, it a little more shape. Next time you see an old lawnmower that somebody's throwing away, there you, you take it, you take the motor hey. off, and you get a plate welded on it, and then it's uh-huh. on a permanent dolly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have something like that. I have a base from a jukebox that was probably built, best I could tell, in the 1930s. And all I have left of the jukebox is the base because it's on casters. I don't know if it would hold this tub, but I might give it a try. I bet it would. All righty. Um, thank you, I James. hope this thing makes it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Um, I'm going to have to... Fuss at Calvin. Uh oh. Get ready, Calvin. What's new? Yeah. (laughs) This week in the garden, the last one says stink bugs damage fruit by ingesting the sweet interior and leaving scar tissue. Malathion does a good job of protecting the fruit from stink bugs. Who wrote that? I did. He did. He's partially right. No. Yes. Uh oh. Not Here even. Here we go. Not even close. Yes. Mm-hmm. I. It's worked for me for, for years. Why do you think no? Because of stink bugs. The only thing we used to recommend for stink bugs was a, a, du- a dust like a seven or. But well, that's not but, that's not true. We've used we use this. Malathion for years on the peach orchard for stink bugs, and I continue to use it here. And uh, to me, it's the only thing that really... You're both right in my mind. (laughs) Although seven is not seven anymore. Right. Except for at Millburgers. The powder is still carbaryl. But the new seven, so all the liquids have already changed. They're going to be bifenthrin. Okay. So there'll be contact kill like the malathion okay. from here on out. If you can just get it, get that malathion on the flying bug, you'll be in good shape. Well, my, the malathion—that's one of the issues with uh, stink bugs. Are they are so big and they can—they can fly around. Wet dry back. Tell you that's. Oh, that's uh. right. <laughs> you, you, can, you can get so many of them with. Uh, and it doesn't get any more organic than that, other than the no, you're right. <laughs> um, well, if anybody has has experiences that uh, one way or the other on uh, malathion, give us a give us a call and we'll. Yeah, uh, uh, Neil always recommends malathion for spider mites. Really, yeah. I don't. I don't uh, you know. can recommend it. Huh. So he can recommend it. Yeah, it's on the label. Uh, well, but uh, it doesn't work. So, a lot of products now say control oh. of spider mites. You notice that word "control" is not yeah kill or <laughs> eliminate the problem. What does it make them? Uh, well, you're gonna breed kill, left, you, left. You're or? gonna kill the adult, and then yeah. tomorrow another one's gonna hatch out. That's right. But with this hot weather like this, they're going to explode. They're multiplying. They're almost the, almost born pregnant. 
Uh oh. He's, almost he's, what? They're almost born <laughs> pregnant. He's, he's oh. stuck on that aphid thing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this this is prime spider mite weather. Now, after mentioning that, <laughs> we uh, we want to mention uh, at this time of the year, uh, people kind of give up on their tomatoes because uh, most of the blooms will fall off of the large-rooted tomatoes. Some people say that the certain small-fruited cherry-type variety will produce during the heat. Now, we had had them planted out out at our test plots for several years in a row. And uh, with several different kinds of uh, cherry tomato, and the only one that set fruit was that uh, uh, the the first one, the uh, PHN nine sixty eight. PHN nine sixty eight, and uh, if I'm if I'm right, I think the uh, our Chris uh, the the little one, the new one, uh, Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush, yeah. That we couldn't. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, they're both both did, still producing. Did they quit producing? That? Did you supply them the seed? I haven't seen it in a while. No, no. You, you go look in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. They're they're. Uh, <laughs> I, I never collected seed of ruby crush uh, because there used to be a, a, a source of it. Well, I think they stopped doing it. Oh, and no. because you didn't, it's going to be just like Merced. It's just going to go oh, away. Oh, man. I'd say Tycoon, but you've been wrong so many times <laughs> yeah. on Tycoon. Hey. <laughs> yeah, when I'm, He's laying it on me. I'm going to get his sales item. <laughs> on, on, on the tomatoes, we're at the point when, uh, you know, we uh, generally recommend that you pull your plants uh yeah. By the end of June, and then replant in the fall uh, at the end of July. Um, and we, Jerry and I, had talked about um, my tomatoes. There, uh, I've got some pretty nice sized fruit tycoons and celebrities, but they're all look like they're baked white. Yeah, and, uh, They're not. Uh, I've been uh, picking them, taking them in. They're not ripening like I would expect them. So I'm going to remind everybody, if you do have a tomato plant full of spider mites, don't cut it off and put it in the compost pile. Put it in the garbage can. Don't walk it through your yard. (laughs) Get Get a trash bag. You put it over the top of it best you can, and you get it to the ground level. You cut it off at the ground, you close the bag up and trap the mites in the bag and throw it away. You, can you stand all that screaming from those little mites in that bag? I can. No problem. <laughs> Doesn't bother you a bit. <laughs> and you, you can't. You could, you could also throw them over into the neighbor's yard. Then it'll still be your problem. Yeah, later. they'll come back. <laughs> they if you, fly. If you got tomato cages, that's a little, it's hard to do that mm-hmm. bag, bag thing. Yeah. But I, basically, I take the cage off first. And then, of course, that puts a lot of stuff on the ground, lots of mites on the ground. And that's what you're trying to avoid as yeah. much of that as possible. But you can rake, 
you should rake the debris up, the leaves and stuff, and put in that bag. So, uh, yeah, you can, with it hot, this hot, there's nothing that controls spider mites except the garbage can. No matter, I can what, no, what, no matter what you spray, we used to recommend uh, just kind of something to recommend that uh, uh, see, see uh, the yeah, seaweed. I, I, seaweed. Will, I will say our spray department does have access to something that really does work. So if I get a, if I get a problem on something little, it's cheaper for me to throw it away than it is to buy new ones. Uh, but if I got something, say Italian Cypress or something like that, yeah, I can walkie-talkie them. They'll come down and spray oh, it, okay. and, and it hmm. do, it does a good job. One spraying, maybe two, and they're done. Yeah, but uh, that's not but that's, available. That's not available. That's so with an I'm applicator's on. license, <clears throat> and it's not cheap. Yeah, I can imagine. But anyway, they're they're very difficult to control, and you'd say, well. I got blooms on them. You know, rather than cutting them down, people say, I got blooms on them and I got little tomatoes on them. You might as well give up on that. Uh, the blooms are going to fall off, and the little tomatoes or any tomatoes on there are going to be malformed and probably not taste that good. Well, the uh, birds and the raccoons seem to like them. Yeah. <laughs> and squirrels, people are telling me squirrels are really getting after them, too. So. Squirrels and, are nuts. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but if you notice, Ooh. the squirrels, after they eat that tomato, the meat has a tomato flavor. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know if you knew that. Man. I didn't know that. I yeah. figured we were going to hear it. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The Answer. a.m. The Answer, featuring music today from Carol King. All right, 210-308-8867. And if you uh, check out that musical, you'll enjoy it uh, over at the Majestic. All right, 210-308-8867. Here's something else you'll enjoy. That's your Tree Hugger Sprinkler. Oh, it's yeah. a great new product. We have them here at Millburgers. They also have them at H-E-B. And you, it's a plastic sprinkler. It unhinges. You put it around the tree. Jerry does different stuff with it. Well, we'll tell you about that in a second. And you close it back up, and so then you control the amount of water that goes to it, either from the faucet or from the unit. So you can just do a little itty bitty bit and then uh, have it saturate the root ball, or you can do a lot and have it water the uh, the drip line. And uh, it's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award. But check it out at treehuggersprinklers.com, uh, treehuggersprinklers.com. And it really is a, a terrific product. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it could solve a lot of problems for you, especially if you're now when you're trying to water more efficiently and more effectively. It's Tree Hugger Sprinklers again here at Millburgers and other garden centers like H-E-B and 
What do you? What was your your story? <laughs> Hang on, William. We'll get to you in a minute. What was your? Uh, what are you doing yeah, now? I was. You know, I've used. I've got a concrete uh, bird bath. Right. And that sucker dries out in a hurry. Like like before, if I fill it up in the morning, it's dry by noon, afternoon. So uh, I put that sprinkler, just set it in there in in the in the uh, bird bath, and uh, turned it on where you couldn't even see the water. Just barely. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And within 30 minutes, I had uh, red birds. Oh wow! And I had a had a woodpecker. It wasn't a uh, yellow yellow bellied. Uh, it wasn't a flicker or a, what do they call it? Sapsucker. It had red on it. It was smaller than a sapsucker. But it was moving around. But anyway, found that water and uh, came to it. And of course, I had uh, <laughs> had all sorts of uh, white winged doves. They love it. Do you have uh, those lesser gold benches? They're everywhere now. If you got, I didn't, I didn't see any. Yeah, if anybody that's growing sunflowers, yeah, they're really thick. Oh wow! <laughs> but anyway, right. anyway, last night, I fl- at two o'clock, I have an appointment at two o'clock in the morning. I flipped up, flicked, flicked on the light, and two does were out there. Two deer, no. two doe deer. And uh, they were almost in the house with me because that uh, that uh, bird, that uh, water deal is closer to the house. But they came right up. It's into your bathroom? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. And they're drinking out of that water. So this should remind people, uh, if you got deer, they're thirsty too. Okay. I know a lot of people put out their kids' swimming pool, little little children's swimming oh. pool, and fill that up huh. with water. I wouldn't have thought of that. That's but, good. But think about think about water and the animals. Let's go to the phone lines now. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven because we got a couple people on the line. William is first. Hey, William, All welcome right. to the show. What's going on? Thank you. Well, I've got some park swapper tomatoes. And they're doing great. The production's good. But, you know, this heat's coming on real bad. And I've been wondering if with with as hot as it's going to be this summer, if I should try to keep them alive through August just with the idea that they might produce again in the fall, or is that just foolish? That's foolish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, well the, I, I, I one of the big foolish, issues but, is the spider mites. And yeah. This year, the spider mites, I mean, the indication are that the spider mites are going to be horrendous. They're already attacking a lot of our uh, plants. So it's it's even more of a recommendation to get to harvest everything you can by the end of June and get the plants out of there in the uh, in the garbage can. Right. All right. Well, I appreciate that. You, you spend a lot of time and energy and water trying to keep those plants alive and even though they're alive they've suffered and they'll never produce uh, again people always talk about cutting them back in in August uh, to let them re-sprout and have fruit but that fruit is never 
of a good quality and a good size. So we, uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, reasonably sure that uh, Millburgers will have tomatoes uh, probably by the end of July or the middle of August. For fall. For fall, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it. They just look so good this year. Our yeah. plants look really healthy. And what if only you, we didn't, you know. What did you grow? Well, park swappers. I've got a bunch of different kinds, but I just thought, oh, I'll pull everything out to keep this one row because they're just so pretty. Now, but, now, we had some people call in earlier, a lady, and she's uh, rooted, she rooting cuttings from the tomatoes, and you can do that. They're very easy to root. And, uh, oh, that's a great idea. If you do it now and keep them in the shade after you take the cutting, uh, you you can use some of those hard-to-find varieties like Park Swapper and all those types. Yeah, that's a great idea. I appreciate it. Okay. That's Good a- luck. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Shirley's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Shirley. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, Melton. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm calling y'all about my poor tomatoes. Jerry has just about convinced me to go out there and pull them up because they have tomatoes on them. I have two celebrities in pots, and they have tomatoes, but they're all kind of white-looking, and they're they're really not growing anymore. So I guess they're goners, huh? I, are you guys there? <clears throat> I cannot hear you. Well, it seems we may have lost a signal from uh, from them. Uh, let know, me see what I, I can do about hold, getting it back, and I'm going to uh, see what I can do right here real quick. On, when I was on hold, I could hear the caller, but I couldn't hear the guys. You wouldn't want any advice from me on plants. I have a hard enough time growing grass in my own yard as it is. Now I can smell. I can spell tomato, and uh, I'm not sure how to spell crepe myrtle, but I'm working on those, and I'm working on getting the, the signal back. And and uh, and and what was happening with your plants exactly? Uh, my tomatoes look bad they're white like jerry was talking about i, I think they're goners i i don't think they're, they're it seems to me that anything around here in this uh, environment uh, temperature wise yeah. uh should I, be melting you know like the wicked witch of the west cooked. you know i think they've cooked on the vine <laughs> <laughs> well i hope they taste good that way too yeah yeah, yeah. i'll have to go out there and try to make some fried green tomatoes or something there you go Um, a movie i've never seen but i'm sure it's a very tasty movie too (laughs) are you trying to fix me or would you like no i I, i'm trying to see if i can get the signal back on and talk at the same time with you okay that's okay that's okay well like i say when i was on hold first i didn't hear anything and then i could hear just the caller Sure, I could hear the uh, background noise, and then all of a sudden it went silent, so I'm still trying to get that back. Just a second. Yeah, we're here. We got you loud and and proud. Okay. Sorry, Shirley. What's going on? Hi. Uh, 
She's been talking about her tomatoes, and she's yeah. concerned yeah. that they're yeah. white like Calvin's, and yes. they're yes. sunburned. Yes. Yeah, just well, uh, yeah. try uh, try harvesting them and uh, put them inside. I'm kind of with okay. you. I'm, I, okay. I'm giving up on the, trying to nurse anything more I, out of them. I had two celebrities, and, um, you know, they're just, I've had no tomatoes yet, and I planted them on April the 10th. I just looked back uh, when I planted them. But anyway, okay, I do have a good news story. What? I called y'all like three weeks ago, and I had bought some crepe myrtle food, and I asked you if I could just sprinkle it on the ground and water it in instead of putting it in a hose-in sprayer. Yeah. So I sprinkled, I sprinkled it on the ground, and I watered it in. And those crepe myrtles are blooming, and this is the earliest that they have ever bloomed. And okay. I have two on the other end of my yard, and they're just barely getting buds. But I'm telling you, that stuff worked, that crepe myrtle food. Now, where, where did you get the crepe myrtle seed? You save it? I got it. I got it at ATB. I think it's Carl Poole is the brand, crepe myrtle food. Ooh. And you mix, you're supposed to mix it with uh, and put it in a hose-in sprayer, you know. But I just sprinkled it on the ground and watered it in, and the crepe myrtles are blooming. That's a, and they're, It's not seed, though. It's fertilizer. It's fertilizer, yeah. Yeah. Crepe myrtle yeah, feed. Fertilizer. She said feed. Feed, yes. No. Feed fertilizer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Feed. Okay. So feed with an F. So, so those yes. you fertilized are booming f- faster than the ones you didn't fertilize. Huh? They are, and they're covered with buds. And in a week, they're going to be gorgeous. What color? So yeah, what I, color are they? They're the watermelon color. They're the oh, pink. Yeah. Pink. My grandmother yeah. always called it watermelon color. Well, who would have thought? But anyway, Melvin, if yeah. Watered and fertilized the plant. <laughs> It'd do better than the ones you did. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. I don't have that kind of experience. And you I'm, haven't had that experience? No, I, I just let them suffer. Yeah. Are, you, are you related to Milton in any way? No, she's no, really not. not anyway. she's, feed, I know. she's watering and feeding. Oh. And then you also don't don't leave them in your trunk. Yeah. No, that doesn't help no. them either, I found yeah. out. Yeah, they don't do very well back there either. Kind of like my tomatoes, probably. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, guys. Well, Thanks for stay cool. Thanks for your patience. Sorry about that. I'm going to. It's quite all right. Thank you all. Bye. Okay. okay thank Bye-bye. you. You take care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we have about four minutes left, so we might be able to sneak in one more call, but 210-308-8867. But don't go to the bathroom. I will not leave the uh, <laughs> leave my position for any reason in the next few minutes. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. What else you got? I thought we were going to take a call. No, no, no. We don't have one. I just said if they wanted to sneak oh. in, they could probably get oh, in real quick. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's see. I don't know if we'll be a coherent uh, in the next five minutes. Okay. No, no, no. We're, we're, we'll we're, be gone. We're, get, we're getting hot. We have four minutes left. <laughs> uh, uh, one, one thing we didn't mention was the uh, how good those uh, uh, plumbago, that white plumbago looks if you uh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever, ever imagined that that's you'd like to grow that? Boy, these are superior plants. Trace Warren does so too. They came, they uh, uh, came from wholesale nursery. They got a lot of attention, and so when they're planted out in our landscape, they they probably will not 
continue to bloom like this all uh, season. So he said they were fertigated. Yeah, whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) Put the fertilizer in there again. Oh, okay. Fertilizer, you know, it's just a a combination word. Yeah. Okay. Neil uh, jumped the tracks on the tomatoes. Said somebody sent him a picture, and it's in fact it's in yesterday's paper by his articles. He says the yellow leaves uh, under the tomato picture said the yellow leaves on this tomato plant indicate early blight, while mottled ones are a sign of spider mites. I can go with him on the spider mice. Uh-oh. But what have we been saying about early blight? You've got to have moisture. Oh, we have not had a lot. To have early blight. Yeah, we're mo- I think it's more accurate to say they're fried leaves. <laughs> they're, 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 it's been a real challenge. Uh, Jerry and I were talking about grow mine in uh, the black plastic uh, yeah. half whiskey barrel size containers. And... Oh, it, it seems like they, the, the root system has gotten so, so hot and uh, the, the tomatoes are white just like uh, Val described. So it's uh, the heat is really making a difference. Yeah. has also got another one. We just got about 30 seconds. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. After, after the big bees wiped out our Zolosoma, I replaced them with Nelly R. Stevens and Ollie. Six have done well. But one is lagging behind dramatically. All are on the same drip system, drip irrigation system. What is going wrong? Ten seconds. That one is not getting water sufficient. Oh, well, that was easy. There you go. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Back next Saturday and Sunday here at Millburgers. Come see us on 9 a.m. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.